town. Cut back on my drinking, stop this running around. What is going on, everybody? Welcome to the Between the Neighbors podcast. We are recording here from Sanderson, Texas, out here way out west. We're pretty close to Mexico. I am Justin Mays, and sitting across from me is Joseph Piccarelli. What is going on? Oh, it's been a crazy day. It's been a crazy week. Yeah, it has. A lot of, a lot of bull crap, a lot of wind and stuff that's really kept us from doing the job. I know, and you just ruined my my day <laughs> tomorrow. I asked me too. I wanted to go home too. Now there's talk that we might have to stay till Wednesday if we don't get done tomorrow. That's not happening. Depending on the wind, it is not happening for me. I am ready to go home. Yeah, I hope not. I've been telling my wife I need to hurry up and get home. Oh god, getting getting kind of tired of this. I'm getting kind of tired of this town, actually. You just get tired of West Texas. Yeah, you do. I think yesterday when I got off of work, I came back to the trailer, jumped in the shower, showered, turned off, or turned the shower off, dried off. Then I turn around and look at the bottom of my uh, shower, and there's just dirt. Dirt. Yeah. It's from all the damn uh, sand and yeah. dust. And the, mean, and the bad thing out here is where we're working at, the sand is like flour. Yeah. You know, so, I mean, like, you drive through it. I mean, even if you just step in it, it just, like, you ever, like, smacked flour and it just... Yeah, just goes everywhere. It's the same way it is out here. I mean, you got it in all parts of your body. Yeah, it sucks. <laughs> it's yeah, crazy. You, yeah, you have to definitely shower every day. Every is, day you get uh, home. It is not fun out here. No. And where we're staying at, there's uh, a gas station, and that's about it. Yeah, no stripes. Yeah, stripes. That's, that's it. That's it. I think there's a school here, actually. A school? I don't know. Maybe. I know there's a cemetery. You pass it going out 90, right there on the right. It's like the only green thing out here. Yeah. You see trees. <laughs> That's the only green thing out here. But, uh, no, I was thinking, I took a dip the other day, and I was like, man, I, I started thinking about my, my first dip, you know, that I've ever had, and I was, I remember I was like 13 or 14, and yeah. uh, we were, my older brother had given it to me, and, uh. We were on our way to the DPS office. He had to do something with his license or something like that. And uh, so he gave me a, a dip. You know, he just handed me the can. And he was like, take a dip. And I was like, all right. I put a big old fat dip in, you know. And yeah. I'm sitting there. And next thing I know, my head just falls against the door, you know. And I'm like, like oh, nicotine man. high or whatever you want to call it. And I was, yeah. And then there's state troopers and stuff walking by the car. And I'm like, <laughs> trying not to throw up. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. Like you did that uh, one night in uh, Van Horn. Uh, Walked what? out the restaurant oh, yeah, and just. Man, I, <laughs> I knew something was coming. <laughs> at so least I didn't. Don't order shots. Yeah, no more shots. Yeah, no more. At least I didn't do it at the bar. Yeah, yeah that, that, that was a good thing. <laughs> hey, Justin, uh, you gonna um, you gonna pay for your your tab? No, just pay for it all I, on my I card. Got I got it, man. Pay it, pay it all. That's a good thing. You go drink. No, it. don't, don't. Uh, you don't have to pay it all. No, just pay it all. Pay it. Take my okay. card. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a good thing. You go drink with me, I guess. I mean, not for me, but for other people. Yeah. I get drunk and don't care, and then everyone's paid for. <laughs> but you remember your first dip, your first uh, dip story? Yeah, I was uh, actually working at Brookshire Brothers in On Alaska, Texas. And uh, my cousin was working there, too. And uh, he, you know, he dipped before me. And then he's like, man, uh, 
try some of this dip and i was like all right yeah you know let me let me just try it we were stalkers you know stalking the shelves and i was like i'll try it and i, I put one in and i was like started feeling a little lightheaded a little dizzy you know <laughs> i was like oh crap you know you can only leave it in for right. so long before no. you got to spit it out because it starts burning your lip <laughs> but now man it's it's a it's a nice fat one that goes in in the morning time yeah right after you brush your teeth and ever since then, you know, nic- nicotine has never done me the same. Yeah. It's like. Well, you know, like I had my I had my stomach surgery uh, about three years ago. And my wife, you know, she's always been like, oh, you need to stop dipping. You need to stop dipping. Well, yeah. I went 21 days without dipping. Mm-hmm. And, uh, man, I just had this awful taste in my mouth. Like, it don't matter what I ate, what I was drinking. I just had this awful taste in my mouth, and as soon as I put a dip in, it was gone. Yeah, I didn't taste it no more. Yeah, but you just dipped the red seal. Yeah, natural long cut. Yeah, yeah. I remember. Uh, so I've been doing wintergreen, but there was a guy I used to work with over in uh, where was it? Sulphur, Louisiana. And I always dipped before that, you know, Copenhagen and Skullberry and oh yeah, yeah. And uh, he handed me a can, and I was like, "What is that?" He's like, "Try it. Tastes like candy." I was like, all right. Oh, yeah. Ever since then, I took that first dip. I've not done anything <laughs> else since. Oh, yeah. And that was probably three years ago, four years ago. I've been going kind of strong and then stopping sometimes. And, oh, man, I really do need to quit, though. It's just a habit. Oh, yeah. It, habit it, of having it, something in there. You know, I even went to jerky. You know, the jerky in yeah, the Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's not the same. <laughs> it's not the same. I mean, I like it. I like working, putting a nice dip in and, and going to work, yeah. you know? Pretty proud of myself from the day, though. I actually windmilled the freaking. Did you actually work today? I did. Uh, yesterday. Yesterday, I didn't do I mean, nothing. We, we shot. We were shooting wells with the in-track uh, welding machine, and you know he he sits in his truck the whole time, and I'm sitting there waving him like, "Come on up here, get some." <laughs> he's just like, "No, I'm just gonna sit here. I'm just gonna sit here." And it was so windy yesterday where we were working. He was parked like right in front of us, and I drink some water. I leave a little bit of water in that uh, water bottle, mm-hmm. and I try to chunk it, and the wind would just carry it. And I was hoping it'd smack the windshield. Yeah, but it didn't. That's a no go for you, bud. I know. <laughs> no, but to my defense, that the freaking hill I had to climb to get up there that sucked. Oh man. Yeah, that, that's a good that's a good fighting point there. Safety, well, I mean, safety first, bud. I mean, you know, <laughs> like them guys are saying uh, down in uh, where were we in um, Alpine. The mountains up there, or whatever, the are they? They look like mountains, but they're probably like real yeah, hills. Yeah, you yeah, know? yeah. They were saying that one of them guys were saying he could climb that thing in like thirty minutes. Oh like yeah, full, there's no full way. blast running. It's yeah. like bull crap. Yeah, there's well, they, no they, way. I mean, the one right here they talked about they can do it pretty fast oh, too. Yeah. I think Mikey and them went and actually climbed it. Oh really? Yeah. yeah. I mean, it looks like when you're on the ground, it looks like you can probably do it. Yeah. But when you're going up there, no. Mm-hmm. It ain't. It's a completely different view up there too. Oh yeah, we went to um, we went to Colorado and uh, kind of kind of I guess a funny story. You know, we we all wanted to go to the Rocky Mountains, go hiking. You know, we took one day, went hiking. It was fun. The kids had fun. Well, we me, the wife and I wanted to go again. And we're like, oh, let's you know look at these trailheads and let's see you know which ones are cool that we can hike. Well. We found one, and at the end of the hike, there's, like, this big lake, mm-hmm. you know. And it was, like, a four-hour hike, five-hour hike. Yeah. And um, so we're hiking up there, 
and uh, I got my little one on my shoulders. And I mean, it's it's a pretty good hike up there. Well, anyways, we passed a, a couple, and they're like, "Oh, you can only go so far past this this landslide. There's an active landslide." Oh, yeah. And I'm like, "Oh man, we can do it. Yeah, you we know, we it. you know the boys are like, oh man, we ain't scared. Right. We can do it. You know." And uh, so we get up there, and I'm like, I mean, I'm already wore out because I don't carry this boy on my shoulders yeah. all the way up. And so, uh, you know, we're we're walking across the active landslide. We finally get over. Everybody gets across it. You know, I look at my my watch, and it's like maybe one thirty, two o'clock, something like that. And the wife, she's like, come on, let's let's keep going. Let's keep going. And I'm thinking to myself, like, good gosh, I don't know if I can do this anymore. <laughs> You know, and uh, so anyways, I'm like maybe 10 minutes in front of her with the two with one boy on my back and then the two following me. And this path is like a narrow path. Like if you step off the path, you're going down. Yeah, It's like a little beaten path, you yeah. know. And so finally the kids are like, I'm hungry. Let's eat. Let's stop and eat. And that was the whole plan. Oh, we're, you know, we're going to get up to this All lake up and, there and have a picnic. Or yeah, something. we're going to have a picnic. Well, it's, <laughs> it's three o'clock. And I'm like, man, I remember that guy was telling me it gets kind of dark in Colorado, you pretty know, fast. pretty fast. Yeah. So I stop and I, I tell the wife, I look, I can't go no more. I'm, I'm done. Yeah. I'm done. She's like, all right, well, let's, let's, uh, Let's, you know, have a picnic right here. So I eat, everybody eats, and I'm like, man, I kind of feel lightheaded. You know, we're already like yeah. 10,000 feet up, right. like up on this mountain. And I start feeling lightheaded. And anyways, I'm like, all right, let's go. By the time we walk out of there, it is pitch black. I mean, the kids are scared. The wife is looking behind her saying like, oh, I think there might be a bear or something yeah. jumping out. Did y'all have flashlights? No, no oh, flashlights. Nothing? You oh, know, we were man. thinking, oh, four-hour hike, like yeah. – you know, we'll get up there and get back. But that's know? for that's for an actual hiker, like yeah, yeah, does. not with kids <laughs> following you. And I told her, I said, can you imagine if we went? Because we were only like maybe a half a mile to where the end of the trail was. Yeah, I was like, can you imagine if we went all the way? We'd be walking out at like pitch dark, yeah, midnight. Like I mean, it's crazy a up there or something. I was so sore. Like we, I remember. It was right right before we get out of the trail. Uh-huh. I remember I told the wife, I said, hey, look, you're going to have to grab him off my shoulders because I cannot uh, carry him no more. And uh, she's like, well, let me see him. Let me see him. So she grabs him, and we get to the car, and I'm trying to drive, and I can't even hold my my hands up yeah. to drive because my shoulders are so sore. Luckily, we had a hot tub in the uh, in the room. In the room? Yeah. <laughs> I remember when we went to Colorado, I think it was 17, uh, we went to, my aunt lived in Colorado Springs, and her front door, I mean, she had a big old nice house and stuff, and she, uh, her door, like, it opened up to uh, Pikes Peak. Yeah. And uh, one day we were out there, and we're like, all right, let's go, let's go exploring, you know? Yeah. We all jumped in the, uh, I don't know, my aunt said coming like, third row passenger vehicle for all of her all of us and stuff, and uh, my mom's terrified of heights. I mean, just terrified. And oh, why we let her drive, I have no idea. But uh, we were going up, you know, everything was fine. And then, you know, some of the roads they come real narrow. Oh yeah. And then you have like another car coming towards you. She's yeah. like, you know, her uh, <laughs> knuckles and stuff are turning white. 
So anyway, we get all the way at the top, and you know it's beautiful. And then you know that's not the bad part. The bad part's coming coming down. down yeah, it, you know. And uh, so I remember being on the edge. I'm sitting on the uh, driver's side in the second row, and I'm looking. And I mean, you can just a straight drop. And I tell her, I'm like, "How many rolls do you think it'd take for us to get all the way to the bottom?" <laughs> She's like, "Stop it! Stop!" <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Pikes Peak is is awesome. We went to Pikes Peak while we were down there. Yeah, and it is definitely worth going up there. I remember. Uh, so we were actually trying to go to Pikes Peak, but man, I don't, I don't even know. We were there for like a week, and there were so many other things that we've done. We went to I forget the name of it, but it's like a whole like uh, village or whatever carved in the side of the mountain. Yeah, and you can go and climb through all the villages. Yeah, and it's pretty cool. And then. Man, just a bunch. And then she, my aunt worked at a, she worked for Team USA Swimming, so she was with the Olympic team, and they have the training facility there yeah. in Colorado Springs, so we got to go tour the training facility and play basketball where, like, a lot of greats and stuff, and go to the pool, and yeah, it's pretty cool. Heck yeah. It's pretty cool stuff. Man. That's awesome. Yeah, Pikes Peak is definitely, definitely worth the drive. If you're in Colorado, I think it's by Colorado Springs. Yeah, yeah. Uh yeah, it's it's definitely worth the go. Yeah, we me and the wife enjoyed it. She got a little scared, but you know, coming down, yeah, you know, yeah they got checkpoints and stuff. Yeah, they where they check down, your right? check your brakes. Yeah, because yeah, it gets so hot, you have to drive down in low gear all yeah. the way. So <laughs> <laughs> that was that was that was, that was another thing with that story. My mom, so she held the brakes the whole way. Oh yeah. So on our way back in, I think it was Amarillo or somewhere. We had to stop because the brakes were just fried. And I mean, it was a <laughs> rental car, but yeah, they were just fried. <laughs> Funny stuff, man. Yeah, and then and then, uh, so Justin, you know, me and my wife, we we don't do any kind of CBD gummies or anything like that, right? So Justin is telling me he's like, "Hey, man, when you're down there, get some of these gummies." And I was like, all right. So I finally, me and my wife were like, you know what? I got two weeks off. I I'm, I don't have to be worried about getting a drug test. It should be out of my system by right. then. No. You know? And uh, Justin's like, hey, yeah, get some of these. So we're like, oh, yeah, we're going to go down there. We're going to get some. Yeah. And, and uh, so we finally found a place. Trash. Uh, yeah. And it was, uh, I was like, well, these things ain't really working that great. I don't, I don't feel nothing, you know? Well, I told you to go to Manitou Springs. There's a – I don't remember the dispensary name, but Manitou Springs is literally right there by Colorado Springs. And uh, even though when we went there, I don't think – I don't see, I don't remember, like, because there was all kinds of names. and yeah. I mean, they have, like, infused water. Oh, I mean, yeah. You, I mean, they just, everything. They have everything. Cookies, candy bars. Of. I mean, everything. Yeah. So. But I, I saw um, on TikTok, it's called Moon Babies. Oh yeah, 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 so, yeah. I, so I sent it to the wife, and she's like, "Let's try them." Well, you know, unfortunately, I can't try them because right. I get random drug tests. So I buy them, and you know, it takes about three weeks to come in, and then she she eats a whole one. Mm-hmm. And about thirty minutes later, you know, she's just sitting at the kitchen table giggling like, <laughs> so they "What's work? so funny?" Yeah, I think those are the Delta Eight ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's so funny? Nothing, nothing. The way you're screaming at the kids to get in bed. <laughs> How is that funny? <laughs> <laughs> oh man i guess it worked yeah them gummies uh well the ones that i had they were they were pretty good so we actually got them for my wife and uh because she doesn't smoke or you yeah. know nothing like that so the same ones no not oh. the not the not the delta eight ones we actually got the real stuff yeah well uh this is when we were in colorado so 
my stepdad and my brother went up and, you know, they, they were smoking and stuff and they didn't invite me and I was kind of upset, but we had just bought my wife a bunch of them gummies and I went in there and I took two of them. I'm like, y'all gonna go up there and smoke without me, you know, fine. I took two of them and I, I, we were sitting there playing the game and next thing I know, about 20 minutes later, I swear I sunk into the couch and I was like, (laughs) gonna get up. I was done. And then my aunt, my mom come downstairs and. Y'all ready to go to town? No, <laughs> I don't want to go nowhere. Yeah, I was uh, I was pretty disappointed. You know, I was like, yeah. man, I got two weeks off. Like, I wanna I wanna try them. I mean, I was I was pretty disappointed. Yeah, I would be too. They were probably pretty expensive too, weren't they? Yeah, I think we spent like forty bucks maybe just mm-hmm. on a few packs of them. Yeah, I think two or whatever. We gave them some to my mom, but I don't I don't think she took them. I don't know. Hmm. So yeah, they had. I mean, dude, they have so much crap there. Oh, yeah. I mean, they have everything. They have this guy named Nick Thune. Um, he's a comedian, and he talks about his going into one of them dispensaries. Yeah. And uh, his he puts a – they give him a, a weed brownie, you know, the size of like a VHS tape. Uh-huh. And uh, he leaves it in his backpack. Well, I guess his dog got a hold of his backpack, ate the whole brownie. <laughs> and uh, his wife, you know, I, it's funny. It's on YouTube. You can look up Nick Thune. uh dog brownie or something yeah I'm, i remember the first time i heard it on pandora i used to listen to like comedy and stuff on pandora dude i was laughing my butt off so <laughs> i'm like this dude is just i mean because he was talking about his wife and stuff you know she was blowing his phone up and because he was over at a friend's house and i'm like man this stuff is funny definitely a funny joke it was hot today it's hot yeah. i know we had uh one of the one of the guys uh Asked me yesterday, I was grinding the weld, and uh, he's a Mexican guy, cool guy. He's like, "Hey, uh, Joey, why's your why's your neck neck turning red?" Oh yeah. And I looked at him. I said, "Cause I'm white. I turn red when there's when it's sun. You know, it's hot right. outside." Right. And he just starts laughing. You know. Yeah. You know, it's it's all fun and games. You know, you get with a group uh, a group of guys. They're all mm-hmm. different kind of races and stuff like that. We all joke around, have fun. You know. Yeah. Nothing serious out here. Um, no, that that wise, safety wise, it is. But uh, yeah, like my hill, I had to climb up. That's why I never got off the oh, truck yeah, yesterday. Yeah. Yeah, okay, <laughs> okay. I think you've been sitting in that truck all week. No, man. I mean, you get out for like thirty minutes, and then you get back yeah. in, and you're just like, eh. I'm working on my. Whenever I come to UP, I'm working on my foreman rights. Well, you better get out the <laughs> truck and learn. <laughs> oh man. No, in case y'all haven't, in case y'all don't know, we uh, work for the railroad. Oh man, it was it was rough today. I'm ready to go home. I, you know what? I was thinking last night. And I was like, man, I'm ready for some more crawfish. Yeah, we're we're having a bowl Sunday. Sunday again, yep. huh? Yep. Heck yeah. Yeah. Apparently, some people were mad that we threw that boil and didn't invite them. And man, I don't know. Oh man, can't, everybody everybody gets mad. Can't please everybody. You tell everybody, hey, I'm having a crawfish boil. Having a crawfish boil, and then you know some show, some don't. Yeah. Whatever. Well, more more left over for me. Yeah. Well, I mean, we didn't invite them, but I mean, oh well. Oh well. <laughs> I guess. I guess <laughs> next time though. But the day before, they did go to a crawfish bowl in our neighborhood. They yeah. Were, so. Yeah, my uh, my son is uh, is doing that mutton busting. Oh, he's doing in Montgomery yeah. County. In Montgomery County Fair. Yeah, my cousin Sunday. Too. Yeah. So that'll be fun to watch. I think we're gonna go do. Wait, who's doing that? Uh, Caden. Caden. Yeah, yeah. You know, Caden. He's 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 a little wild, crazy yeah. kid, man. They, uh, my cousins are doing that. I mean, not my cousin, my my nephews. 
Yeah. They're doing the same thing. I think it's Sunday. Sunday. I think it starts around like noon or whatever. Yeah. Hey, you see who's going to be playing there? Uh-oh. Uh, Aaron Tippin, I think it is. And uh, something Kershaw. Damn it. I don't remember. But, I, I mean, they're pretty good country artists for being, you know. Yeah. I'm like, man, how the heck are you playing these? I mean, y'all were big back in the day. Yeah, I know. You know, back in the <laughs> 90s, and now y'all are just playing little Montgomery fairs and County stuff. Montgomery County Fair. I mean, Montgomery the, County Fair is not small. Golf and everything. It's pretty big. Oh, yeah. And then they have the, I think, the crawfish uh, Festival. festivals yeah. this weekend, too. Yeah. That'd be good. I know Aaron Watson's playing there. I love crawfish, man. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. I can eat some crawfish. We were talking about because uh, you know uh, Eddie and them, their gang is going up to Marshall, mm-hmm. and uh, aren't y'all too? No, we're going to Bloomington. Oh, my my new game. I Your got new game. I, I got I got. Uh, I was supposed to get bumped, and I didn't get bumped, and I caught a bid. So now I'm going to a new game, a whole new set of guys. But it's all good. But anyways, they were talking about uh, when they go up to Marshall you know, go over to the border to uh, Shreveport and the casinos yeah. and eat, you know, all you can eat seafood. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's awesome. We were down there in Durant or not Durant. It might be Durant, somewhere around there in Oklahoma. Yeah. And uh, we went to that Choctaw casino and uh, Friday night, you know, all you can eat seafood, crab legs, everything, lobster. I mean, it was awesome. Yeah. What is that? Uh, What's that casino over in? Kinder. I think it's Cachada. Cachada. Yeah, me and me and Robbie and her mom, when we lived over there, we went to it a lot. And uh, on the weekends, I think they had unlimited all you can eat, like yeah. seafood and crab legs. And oh, are man. you are you a big gambler? Not really. No, I'm not either. I, I walk in there with like a hundred bucks. Yeah, I lose yeah. it. Is what it is. You know, my cousins and them are all uh, gamblers. Uh, we uh, not to say that as a bad thing. You know, they enjoy doing it. Uh, mm-hmm. But we had a crawfish boil at my house, and uh, my little cousin, Josh, um, I mean, we were playing cards, you know. We were just high or low. Yeah. I mean, I think I was up like 150, mm-hmm. and uh, he was trying to win his money back. And he was like, come on, come on. three, You know, three cards, out of, the best out of three. Yeah. 150, that hand. I was like, all right, let's do it. You know, <laughs> if, he win, if he wins, he gets his money back. If he all don't, right. he, you know, he, he gives yeah, me 150. Yep. Yeah. So he, uh, we played and he, uh, he got it. He got his money back, but you know, it's, it's crazy. Were y'all playing 21? No, we were just playing high or low. You know, you, oh. flip, you put the mix of cards up yeah. and then you flip the card, whichever card is high. high yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah. or you, you call it like low card or high card. I don't think I've ever played like card games at the casino. No, I've, I've, I've always, always slots. just slots. Yeah. yeah. They have this one called, uh, pinball. Yeah. And, uh. You just, I mean, if you get, like, one of the little pinball things when it spins, you know, then you get to, like, shoot a pinball up in the top and land on it. I made some, I think I made, like, 300 bucks or something off yeah. of it, you know. Well, we when we were down there in that Cachada eating those uh, crab legs and seafood night or whatever, yeah. you know, you sign up, they give you $10 free to play. Right, off of. yeah. Well, I was down to, like, $2 or a dollar or whatever, and I hit it. One two dollar or two hundred dollars. Dang, <laughs> I know. And I was like, heck yeah! Dang. I tell you who has really good luck. My stepdad. Really? Yeah. yeah he went in there. Uh, we all went to uh, La Burge and uh, what's that other one? Golden Nugget in Lake Charles. Yeah. For my wife's birthday, he goes in there and I think he puts in like five bucks. And I think on his first spin, he wins like three hundred or 
something. And I'm like, how in the world? How do you do that? I mean, the first spin, you know, <laughs> it's like. It's like my mom, man. She plays my kids' birthdays on that pick three. And then, like, I swear she wins. Dang. Once a month. She'll send me a little screenshot. Hey, I won 500, you know, off of one of your kids' birthdays. <laughs> I was like, gosh, I need to start playing that. I mean, I guess I do gamble. I do play the lottery. I play the Powerball and Texas Mega Millions and yeah. stuff. But you, you can't win if you don't play, so uh, you have to at least try. Maybe one day. I know. My wife's been, like, seeing a lot of things on TikTok. And uh, it's like people scratching off lottery tickets, you know. And one day she was like, hey, let's go get lottery tickets. Yeah. Like, what? Like, you don't ever do this, you yeah. know. And so well, she, she was influenced yeah. by TikTok. Very much influenced. And then, uh, <laughs> like, a couple of days later, she had, like, 20 or 40 bucks. I'm like, what are you doing with that? I'm going to go get me scratch-offs. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, how are you? <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, um, the wife and I stopped at a um, convenience store by the house, and I – you know, I bought a twenty dollars scratch. Or no, it was a it was a ten dollars scratch off. I won seventy bucks off of it. Dang. And I haven't won in like I don't know. I yeah. have like the worst luck when I'm gambling. I do too. Like every once in a while, I might get lucky. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't. I, and so on the app, they have the Texas Lotto app, and I try to do my own numbers because what I'll do is I'll go through like all the numbers before to see which one's been hitting a lot. Yeah. And then I'll just keep picking those those numbers. You know, not. And uh, it has not worked out for me yet. So. <laughs> <laughs> but usually when I just go to the store, I just do quick picks, you know. Yeah. Just give me a quick pick. I don't want to sit there and be filling out kind of forms. And But, uh, yeah, so tomorrow we have eight welds to do. Eight welds. We're, I was hoping because, I, I, you know, I took a DOT day. I ran out of hours in driving uh, the work truck. So I took a DOT day. I was like, man, hopefully, hopefully they get all these welds shot. So all we got to do is come in in the morning and say, hey, you'll have a good off days. But no, he comes to the RV park, pulls up, and he's like, yeah, we got eight more welds to do tomorrow. Yep. Oh, my gosh. And then we might have to stay to Wednesday. Yeah. Hey, that's, no, that's, it ain't happening. That's I'm not, not my call, bud. That's above my pay grade. I'm just telling you what the higher-ups tell me. Not, not staying. Yeah. Um. Oh man. So, you hear this wind? Yeah, it's rocking. I mean, it was rocking the trailer uh, last night. Bad. I mean, that trailer next to us. I called uh, Jason, the foreman, and I was like, I was over here cooking dinner. I was looking out the window, and this trailer next to us has no jacks down or nothing like yeah. that. I'm like, hey, you might want to. Uh, put those jacks down he's like why i was like because that trailer looks like it's about to flip yeah he's like really i was like yeah i was like you need to go out there and put those jacks down on that trailer i don't know whose trailer it is but <laughs> i mean it might blow into yours i hope they got insurance yeah but it's uh, like what is it uh if the trailer's rocking don't come and knock it. yeah <laughs> well if it goes to flying then i don't know that's something different yeah but uh one of the things I was thinking about yesterday when I was in my truck, just sitting there, sitting there, was the growth, you know, that where where I'm at now, and I mean, I'm pretty sure you're the same way, you know. I was thinking about my first job, and yeah, like I made like 400 bucks a week, you know. Oh yeah. And then my next job, I made, I went to like six or seven hundred dollars a week, and yeah. then the next one, it was 
over a grand, and now it's almost two. Yeah. So I mean, oh, it's yeah. it's, it's just crazy, crazy yeah. and where you you know where you start and the people you meet and yeah. And one of the things with me is like, I mean, how I got the job working with you guys is. It's not like what you know, but who you know. You know, uh-huh. I mean, I think all of my jobs have come that way because my first job, I was working at a car auction, with in the mechanic shop, and uh, we had moved in with my dad for a little bit. And the neighbor was actually the mechanic shop manager, and my dad was one of the mechanics in there. And they were like, "Hey, you want to come work?" I'm like, yeah. Well, "Heck yeah!" You know. <laughs> hey, look, your neighbor got you this job. I know. <laughs> I got some pretty cool neighbors. I guess. Oh man. Oh yeah, it's it's crazy. I remember living off of making thirteen dollars an hour. Yeah, I was like, man, how did I make it? Then? Yeah, you know, it's crazy. Well, I was talking to this guy I used to work with over in Sulphur, and uh, I mean, it, this dude was a crane operator in the plant. He made like two hundred and fifty thousand a year, you know. And, yeah. And then he come and worked with us. I'm like, what the heck are you doing working with us, making two hundred bucks a day? And he yeah. was like, dude. I've made all that money. I don't want it no more. He was like, the more money you make, the more bills you have. The more bills you have, yeah. And yep. I'm like, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. And now, like, I know with us, with me being a contractor, and it's about to, like, be ramped up, and I'm probably never going to be home. I'm at the point now where I'm just going to tell Kevin, like, work me a week, let me off a week. Because, I, I, I mean, I make enough money in that week, you know, I don't need to work all freaking. Yep. I, I remember uh, – <laughs> When I first started the railroad, I did, like, maybe a year and a half, two years at headquarters, you know, Monday through Friday, weekends off, call-outs. But uh, I was getting tired of it, and I was like, man, I, I want to try out the road. I want to I want to work. At the time, it was, like, eight days on, seven days off, you know, 12-hour, 10-hour, 11-hour days yeah. or whatever. Well, this old head walks in the, the depot, and, you know, I'm talking to him. I'm telling him, you know, I'm bidding off. I'm trying to, trying to get on the road, and he's like, man – one thing I can tell you, probably the best advice, he said, uh, don't don't live off of that per diem because, you know, you'll make a lot of money out here, but, yeah. you know, you add in that per diem to your expenses, you go buy this, you go buy that, and you're like, oh, crap. But if you ever have to come back headquarters mm-hmm. and you don't get that per diem, right. it's going to suck. Yeah gonna suck and that's one of the reasons why you know I've, I've i've been home a couple times worked headquarters came back off the road and back on the road off the road and them headquarter checks aren't the same yeah <laughs> uh, i was talking to a guy we uh we did a crossing over in uh i think it was boyd texas on like the north northwest side of dallas yeah and uh i mean it was a headquarter gang that come out and they had three dudes that were within their probationary period you know and i knew they were new because as soon as i walked up they were, came up and introduced themselves i'm like what in the world they thought you were somebody <laughs> yeah they, they thought there was someone uh, and these poor dudes i mean i mean i'm pretty sure they're better now but i mean they didn't know how to hit anchors or Nothing. you know oh yeah i mean and, and there's a process you know like when you're putting in rail and stuff putting in plugs and whatever you kind of know what's next you know yeah. like the saw and then whatever but these dudes didn't really have a clue and, uh, well, anyway, it, it took us. Well, that was like you. I told you down there in uh, Van Horn. I was like, man, get down there and put them bars on. You're like, no, nah, I ain't touching nothing. You oh, know? yeah. I mean, putting them on backwards. You know, when Kevin nah. brings some new guys in, you know, they try to get in there and help. But sometimes they just get in the way and right. put b- bars on backwards, put the yeah. nuts on backwards, you know. And, there, I mean, there's guys that has been working with us, you know, that's been here months, 
two oh, yeah. months longer than me, and they still don't even know what's going on. I mean, there's guys that have been on the, on the railroad, you know, their whole career, 20, 30 years, yeah. been on machine, you mm-hmm. know, and don't know how to swing them all. Yeah. Especially on them tie gangs. Yeah, I was windmilling it today. That was my first time. I don't believe that. I got to see it. You'll see it tomorrow. I got to see it. Well, I don't. Yeah, you'll see it. Tomorrow. Oh, what? Are no. you going to be in the truck or are you going to be out? No, I'll be out. Oh, you're going to be out. Yeah, I'll be out. But yeah, I actually did uh, know he was right there. He was grinding. And I was yeah. putting the spikes in and where they just, because uh, you know they do the three ties each way yeah. where they weld. So I was putting the spikes in and, yeah. and uh, Eddie was on the other side and he had the, what do you call it? The hydraulic spiker. Oh, yeah. And I was like, well, the welding truck's right here, so I'm just going to go ahead and... Just do it. Just do it. Would you hit, like, one, and you're like, oh, I'm done. No, it's probably, <laughs> probably two or three. <laughs> in, in, a, in a used tie. Yeah. It's not a new tie. Yeah. You know? Them new ties, boy, they'll get oh, you. Oh, I know. I know. I've, <laughs> I was just talking about the, the windmilling part, because I could never do that before. Today, I was like, I'm going to try it, you know. I mean... Times like that, you know, it's when you got to open up and oh, yeah. find different ways. So you just gotta, you just gotta get out there. Yeah. You can't be scared. Yeah, it takes practice. Oh yeah. And uh, so I did it, and uh, I was pretty proud of myself for the first time. Heck yeah. Because before it was just like you know, bring it here over the shoulder and hit, and then come back over the shoulder and do it. Yeah. And I was just chopping wood. Right, yeah. Now it's windmilling. Yeah. So that's pretty cool. Heck yeah. But yeah, that you're talking about the bars, putting the bars on backwards. And yeah, I remember uh, we were over in Round Rock, and Victor, me and him were out over there, and this he's been on the railroad, you know, longer than I have, and uh, we go out there. We're in Round Rock, and it was Shaw, it was one of Shaw's gangs that were out there, and uh, here comes Victor. We go to put the bars on. I put mine on right, and he put his on backwards, and I think it was a SP bar or something. And oh, they were them dudes were mad. Oh yeah, <laughs> they were oh, mad, yeah. man. Slowing down the process. Yep. Man, that was a rough job anyways. They had to bring down the, the track. Cause I guess they were building some kind of overpass or something, and it was way too high. The track was way too yeah. high, so yeah, it was rough. <sighs> you have any funny railroad stories? Well, I, you know, uh, you know, after I went through my divorce and stuff like that, you know, I was, I was being a little little knucklehead, you know, messing around, going to different towns, you know, on tender, <laughs> all this, you know, stuff like that. Well, I meet this old head on the tie gang, and uh, he tells me, he goes, you know, uh, you know, I've I've I messed around, I've done this, played the game, whatever, you know, and uh, I guess he got caught cheating one time while he was out here, and um, his uh, he told me he said, man, you know, every time I come home. He said, my wife runs a, uh, the bath for me and uh, makes me get in the bathtub. And I'm like, what? Like, I mean, I guess that's a good thing. You know, she's running All your right. bath water. She's I trying guess. to give you a bath, you know. And uh, he t- she tells me to get in the bathtub. <laughs> and uh, she says, uh, if my balls float, <laughs> they are empty. I've done something. But if they sink, they're, they're full. They're full. Yeah. She's no. She knows I haven't been messing around. Wow, <laughs> kind of extreme there. Yeah, <laughs> I never thought of it like that. I mean, there's a lot of there's a lot of stories out here, man. You meet mm-hmm. a lot of people out here. Yeah, we had a uh, one guy. I think he still works for us. His name's Jose, and uh, he was with Rail One, I think, before he come over here. Yeah, and uh, he was he was a foreman over there. Well. One of the things that he was doing is they were putting in ties, you know, sliding the ties underneath. Well, I guess his foot was right there, and he was looking the opposite way because he was 
I think it was tide tongs or something he was using to, you know, bring it. Yeah. Doing it on that pebble rock. So it was like wheels. Yeah. For that tie. Sea ballast, yeah. Yeah. Well, that tie come over and it rolled his foot underneath the rail. Oh, up. man. He said he, he looked back and his foot was on the other side of the rail pointing up. Oh, broke gosh. His, so, yeah, he broke his foot. I'm like, man. It made my foot hurt. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's crazy. I know one of the main things out here is smashing your finger. Oh, oh, yeah. I don't know man. how many times I smashed my fingers. Man, that. I mean, it finally gets to a point where it's like, yep, I just did that, you know? Yep. I remember the first time I picked up a hammer when I was out here, uh, a mall. The first time I swung it, I hit the rail and it came back and hit me in my shin. Oh. And I'm like, and, and I, after that, I didn't pick one up. It for shocks life. your hands. Yeah, I mean, it's like swinging a baseball bat on a, on a tree. It just, it shocks your hand. I mean, I remember, you know, setting spikes. You know, driving spikes down with a Monday mall and coming home, my hands are so swollen, yeah. you know. Yeah. I can't even open and close them. Mm-hmm. They hurt so bad. Yeah, it's a, definitely a good workout, too. You know, uh, the wife uh, was like, hey, did Justin edit that photo out here? When That photo you were took, taking coming back to Sanderson? No, that's not edited. Yeah, I know. And she's like, is that what it looks like out there? I'm like, yeah, that's yeah, what it looks like. All I, the time. Yeah. yeah. And she's like, oh, that's so pretty. I'm like. No. <laughs> that was actually on uh, Highway 190 coming out of Iran, I think. Or go right before getting into Iran, one of the. I mean, like, the first couple of times you come out here, you're like, oh, oh it's you know. beautiful. Yeah, and then you're just, you're sick of it. Yeah. You're sick of the wind, the dust, I mean, everything. I, I don't, did you see that, that person that commented on the Instagram page? No. They told me to uh, DM them, and they had, they were some kind of travel company, or I don't know what they were, but they had, like, a million-plus followers, and I'm like. Okay, but who are you? Like, I don't. Yeah. I mean, I don't. How do I even start like the conversation? You know. Yeah. Hey, you told it's me. probably to, one of the influencers. You know. Told me to DM you. What was on that picture that I yeah. took? Well, that's like I. You know, I used to work out a lot and post a lot of um, workout photos on Instagram, and you know, people would be like, "Hey, uh, you know, we want to sponsor you," and then you had to sign up, and it cost you money to sign up. Yeah. You know. Yeah, that's that's who it was. I don't know. It was on that picture I put, and I put a hashtag, and I guess people go to the hashtags and yeah, can see all the pictures and stuff. But yeah, it's not edited. I mean, it looks cool. Yeah, and she's like, "Oh, I mean, it's so pretty out there." I'm like, "Yeah, I no. guess." <laughs> no. You come out here the first time, and I mean, it's a whole whole another world out here. Come out here when that wind's blowing or gusting at 50 miles an hour. You're yeah. standing in the middle of a dirt pile. Yeah, she was like, "It it's been windy all day today." Like. Yeah. You know, to get pretty five bad to ten there. miles an hour, and I was like, "Yeah, that's it. <laughs> that's it. We've been dealing with like twenty mile an hour winds all day long." Yep. And then yesterday, the gust was fifty. Yeah. Hey, actually, today we were uh, we were we had to let a train by, and uh, I stuck my head out, and this train was rolling, son. Yeah. And uh, I stuck my head out. You know, I got the face shield on and stuff. Well, I peeked my head out from behind the truck. And the wind off that train blew my hard hat off. And I was like, gosh, dang. Yeah. <laughs> they cruise. Yeah, they, they go a lot faster than what you think. Oh, yeah. You know, like that track behind our house, that's 65-mile-an-hour track, yeah. you know? Yeah. And those, uh, you know, they post on that Facebook neighborhood page, hey, there's some kids playing out by the tracks, you know? And, you know, people don't realize that yeah. train cannot stop. Right. You know? Yeah, they're uh what what movie was that? It was uh, Unstoppable. Unstoppable. Yeah. Yeah, oh, like, that was that's all that's all fake. Yeah, <laughs> but it gives people an idea, kind of. Yeah, I thought it was funny the welder and that 
dang pickup truck. Yeah. <laughs> they cracked me up. <laughs> I seen a video, um, I guess a, a few a few weeks back, uh, BNSF uh, flagging foreman, you know, he gets time for the guys. A flagging foreman is basically a guy that gets time um, for the other guys. A form B, runs a form B and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Not to go into too too much depth. Then. Yeah. Um, but it was a BNSF flagging foreman. He was in his personal, basically, you know, what they do. They use their personal or yeah. rental car, you know. And he pulls in and get uh, by the tracks, and here comes the sheriff, and he, uh, you know, he's telling him, hey, I, you know, I work for BNSF. I'm a flagging for it. No, I don't believe you. You don't have your ID. You don't have your jacket. You know, these guys do this. No. Look, I'm I work for BNSF, yeah. you know. That you can hear the dispatcher calling for him or the train calling for him to clear that train through yeah. his form B. And the and the cop is just like, No, you're lying. I mean, throws him out the car, I mean, throws him against the his car, puts him in handcuffs and stuff like that. And then, you know, finally, you know, they come down to it, he you know, he believes him, he works for BNSF and lets him go. Uh without a ticket or anything and then i guess the guy felt you know like he was he was done wrong right so he goes up to the uh police station talks to the sheriff and you know the head honcho and Mm -hmm. tells him you know this 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 you know has video footage of it and everything and um well he goes there with no tickets he leaves there with tickets the sheriff done wrote him tickets for something you know they're trying to cover their butt yeah Anyways, he sues the county and wins, like, all this money. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> and the crazy thing is, like, I, I I was following, I follow these people. It's, like, I think it's on YouTube, and it's, like, police videos and yeah. stuff. I'm, I'm real big in live PD and stuff. And uh, one of the things that someone commented on there, because, like, I forgot what, what it was, but some dude was protesting. He was just standing on the sidewalk, you know, with a sign, and then the cops come up, give me your ID. He's like, no, I'm not giving you my ID. I did nothing wrong, you know. And uh, so they arrest him and take him to jail. Yeah. Well, he comes back and sues the the department department, and, you know, got, like, millions of dollars. Yeah. And, uh, well, the thing is, that comes out of taxpayers' dollars, yeah. you know. And that, that someone was mad, and uh, they were like, well, why don't, all these cops and stuff pay into like pensions and stuff like that. So take it out of there. So they'd be more careful and yeah. I don't know. It's it's uh. I guess it's a bad time to be in the military or or, or a police officer right now. Yeah, I was. That was one of my things coming out of high school. I wanted to do was be a police officer, but I didn't want to carry that target on my back. You yeah, know, especially with the Black Lives Matter and yeah. all that stuff going oh, yeah, on. And right now, yeah, I, we I definitely back the blue. You know, but um, yeah, hundred percent. It's a uh, it's a bad time to be a cop. I mean, it's it's a bad time to be in the military too. You know, mm-hmm. yeah, especially with this clown we got running oh, this yeah. country. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I remember I was talking to a guy. I uh, I did a couple or uh, some jobs for him, and uh, he has a little coffee coffee grinding business or whatever does his own coffee. And uh, he was telling me that when Trump had come back in the office, he wanted to reenlist. You know, so I guess that makes a big difference on who your commander in chief oh, yeah, is. Who, you know, yeah. And, uh, but yeah, he's got some good coffee. I don't even drink coffee, but he gets all his stuff, like, imported from, yeah. uh, what was that, Honduras and stuff like that. Heck good, yeah. good, good coffee. Yeah, I was, uh, you know, we, we spoke a little bit about the Border Patrol uh, yeah. last time or whatever. You know, I'm, 
I'm seven, six hours into my drive. I'm pulling a camper. You know, I can only go 60, 65 miles an hour. Mm-hmm. So I'm wore out. I'm I'm tired. I'm over the drive. Yeah. Well, I get up into that. Um, you come down 90? Uh, I think it was. Towards uh, Uvalde yeah. and stuff. Yeah. So I, I get at that, that inspection station and I pull up. The dog, you know, runs the truck, the trailer. And the... Um, the agent was, you know, talking to me. Hey, you know, where are you going? I said, uh, Sanderson. And he looks at me and says, from what I heard, he says, are you Asian? And I'm like, what? He goes, are you an Asian? And I said, what are you talking about? And he goes, are you an agent? I couldn't understand him. Oh, yeah. He was asking me if I was, like, an agent working down in yeah. Sanderson. Yeah. And I was like, no, no. I, you know, it totally – yeah, I, I guess I was just tired, right. you know, and, and I heard it wrong, or I couldn't hear him, but he, I thought he was calling me Asian. I was yeah. like, no, I'm not Asian. <laughs> you should have said no, but my mother is. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Are you Asian? Yeah. That, that's funny stuff. Um, no, did I ever tell you about the house fire I was in? Nuh-uh. No? So when I was, I don't know, probably 12 or 13, I think I was 12. I had just got home, or I was with my uncle. My uncle went to the football game and stuff, and we were going to wake up the next day and go to the Renaissance Festival and all that good stuff. Well, um, he he lived in a single-wide trailer, you know, 80-foot, whatever, 80 by 14 or 80 by 12, I don't remember. And, uh, well, he had asked me because there was a uh, – Did you start the fire? No, I did not. <laughs> no. Well, there was one, two – it was three-bedroom – Three bedroom house and that middle bedroom. I was he. He asked me if I wanted to sleep in that bedroom. I'm like, no, nah, I'm good. I, they had a big old giant bean bag, you know. Yeah. And I was, I'll just sleep on it. And they had it in the living room. Well, I woke up probably two o'clock in the morning. I couldn't breathe. I hear my uncle yelling for my aunt. You know, the house is full of smoke, and I'm like, what the hell is going on? You know, yeah. and. and and, like, you know, firefighters and stuff, like, whenever you talk to them in school and stuff, they're like, oh, get on your knees and crawl. Yeah. There is none. That panic kicks in, you know. I put my put my shirt over my nose, and, uh, I'm, I'm like, I knew the path of the house. You know, I walked out the front door, opened the door, and I looked down to the right, and the house is just shooting flames out. Man. And our neighbor that lived on the property with us, he, uh, he was a volunteer firefighter. And this dude, he got completely dressed, you know. Firefighter gear, head to toe. He's going in. No, he, he, <laughs> he grabbed the water hose and went Grab to the, the water window. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, ah, I'm fully dressed, but I'm yeah. going to fight this fire. Yeah, so uh, I ran over to my grandma's. It was it was their land, and, you know, I'm banging on the windows and stuff, and I'm like, the house is on fire, and I'm covered in soot and stuff. And yeah. I remember getting on the breathing machine, and, and the fire department on them showed up, and... Man, it was rough. I remember, <laughs> I remember throwing up a bunch of times. That's awesome. Well, really not, but good yeah. story, you know. Yeah, I remember. <laughs> I mean, there's sometimes, dude, when I smell smoke, like a you certain still smoke. smell it. Yeah, I yeah. still smell it, and I yeah. get flashbacks. I gag, and yeah, oh yeah, it's rough. Heck yeah. So uh, we touched a little bit, bit a little bit on it uh, last last podcast. Uh, you know, you like you like them conspiracies. So what's what is it today? What's the new one? Uh, I really haven't 
been on my phone. Oh really. gosh, no, this it, guy sits that, on the truck on his phone and no, he don't. I don't have nothing. service out there, man. <laughs> I'd be on TikTok or something if I did. No, there's this app or not? It's not an app. It's like a, it's like a Facebook, <clears throat> I guess. It's called Gabe.com, G-A-B.com. Yeah. And uh, whenever, um, all the pedo stuff and all that was coming out. You know, Facebook was censoring everything. Twitter yeah. was censoring everything. And I'm like, dude, I'm just going to get on Gabe and check it out. And uh, it's actually pretty cool. You know, the, the guy that owns it or runs it or whatever, he's a vet himself. And, you know, you can post anything you want. You're not going to get censored or yeah. anything like that. So, But a lot, of, a lot of my stuff was just sharing stuff like religious and, you know, and the the problem with Facebook, you post anything religious, it's getting taken down. Oh, yeah, <laughs> you know, down. and I have that private group, uh, God's Children or whatever, on there. I'm surprised they ain't gone after that yet. Yeah. Hmm. That's crazy. Yeah. It. The. I mean, it's crazy what one president can do. You know, they come in. Oh yeah. And uh, they they open everybody's eyes. You know, it wasn't just America. You know, you had people in like Japan and you know other a whole bunch of other countries that were just. Like literally walking the streets with Trump signs, yeah. and you know Japan is with Trump, and yep. So I mean, well, that wind is, it, yeah. is blowing. I don't know if y'all can hear it, but it is blowing. Yeah, it is shaking the trailer right now. I think the gust today was forty. So, dang, I'm I'm, I'm about over it, man. I'm ready to go home. Mm-hmm. I think I need to find a new job. I think I need to start selling feet pics. <laughs> Let's just start selling feet pics. Come on. I don't remember. Let me put a hot dog between my leg, my feet, and you know, and just take a picture. And maybe put some, put some peanut butter on yeah, there. Peanut butter or something. Maybe. I mean, these women, man, they're making money off of that, off a of feet pic. You uh, wouldn't think. I know. Like, who would they who have want to uh, buy a, feet, a foot pic? Billy and Brandy or whatever on TikTok. Yeah. And uh, I guess she had bought him a boathouse or something. With just feet pics. I'm like, yeah, how in crazy. the world? I'm over here busting my butt, you know? Yeah. You're over I'm here taking o- pictures open of your feet. Only fans and, and start selling my feet. I mean, something. <laughs> I seen a <laughs> I, I seen a TikTok and it was a, a girl she uh she did OnlyFans last year, you know, with pandemic, yeah. OnlyFans. It got real big. It's rough out there, man. <laughs> <laughs> but uh you know, in- income tax came. She had a oh yeah taxes yeah. and all of that money, mm-hmm. and she's like, "I owe the IRS twenty thousand dollars." Yeah, and I was like, "Gosh, dog! I mean, these women out here are making over a hundred grand." Yeah, well, they had that. Uh, there's one video I saw, and this girl they had asked her like, because she had started OnlyFans, and they were like, "Well, how much did you make?" She was like, "In three days, I made a million. Gosh. I don't know how true that is, but yeah. you know, I mean, I guess if people are pretty. Yeah, I don't know. That's that's ridiculous. I mean, I watch. Uh, I don't know if y'all ever watch it, uh, or if you ever watch it. David Dobrik on uh, YouTube. I don't think so. Oh, man, I I think I watched every one of his videos. I went way back, you know. I mean, it's just uh, they call them um, the YouTube Squad or something like that. You know, they're just mm-hmm. a bunch of uh, friends. You know, they yeah. started a, a YouTube channel and he got he got big. You yeah. know? But there's this uh, girl on there, uh, Corinna. I mean, she doesn't look too damn bad, you know, <laughs> but she started uh, OnlyFans, and, like, within the first hour, she made a million dollars. Yeah. I mean, that's crazy. Yeah. Where sign me up? How do I do that? Yeah. If y'all ever, ever want to watch something on YouTube, go watch David Dobrik. Uh, it's a funny YouTube channel. Funny. So what is it? Like, they just do random stuff? They just stuff? do, like, crazy stuff. I mean, 
the dude got some money, you know. Yeah. They'll they'll go to Vegas, fly like they'll all fly to Vegas and drop like twenty grand on black, you know. I mean, sometimes they hit it, you know, and sometimes they they walk out twenty grand going or yeah, something. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it's they do a whole bunch of crazy stuff. Yeah, I wish, man. I, I mean, I guess you kind of have to work at it. I'm not gonna say I wish I had that. Be nice to have that. Be nice, you know. You know, I mean. I was talking to a guy that out here, he's one of our supervisors, and he told me that people don't become millionaires without screwing someone else over eventually. And I'm like, eventually, yeah. Man, I don't like screwing people over. So it's like I was telling uh, uh, little Mikey, the Mexican wrestler, yeah, the little midget wrestler guy we have <laughs> out here working. I was trying to get him on the podcast. He was like, no, no, no I don't want to do I that. Don't, I don't like talking. Yeah. I don't like talking. I like watching movies. Mm-hmm. But uh, he's trying to get over to Union Pacific, and uh, he, you know, he's he's worked with this contract company uh, for Union Pacific for a good little while. Yeah. You know? And he's like, "Oh man, I don't want to mess over the boss." And I was like, "Well, you definitely don't want to uh, burn any bridges down, right. you know, because you never know when you have to walk back over." And yeah. what'd you say? Oh, I said that I, my bridges don't burn because they're concrete. And then he looked at. Uh, Mikey looked at me and was like, no, but they can crumble down. <laughs> I, said, I said, yeah, I guess. Yeah, you don't ever want to burn any bridges out here. I have to lay a plank across it to walk back. <laughs> yeah. No, nah, man, you don't want to burn anything, really. But, uh, yeah, we had that super supervisor. I mean, he's cool. He, uh, Stewart. Yeah. He, he, I don't know what it is about him, but uh, I guess he's kind of taking me in because every time he – like, we go out, or we work together, you know, he's always asking me, hey, let's go out, you know. Yeah. Like, uh, you know, I don't really like to drink. And whenever we went out in Fort Stockton two nights, we took Shaw, and I'm, I told Stuart, I'm like, listen, I done drank with Shaw. <laughs> I'm not doing that again. Oh, yeah. And uh, and he looked at me, and he was like, I already know, you know. Yeah, so I, I, I think I drank two beers, and. That was it. I don't know, drink it. me a sweet. Are you, are you saying it because the wife is listening to the podcast? I only no, drink two beers. No, no, it's really like no, no eighteen pack. No, that was like two nights later. <laughs> uh, so Shaw, I was, it was that night we had to work at midnight, and then we came back. I don't remember what time we got back, but I think it was like eleven or something. We got back to the hotel. Well, I didn't want to go right right back to sleep, you know, because I'd be up at midnight and. Whatever, yeah. so I, I stayed up till about 4 o'clock. 4 o'clock, I went to go lay down, and uh, Shaw texted me, you up? I At said, 4 o'clock. <laughs> 4 o'clock in the afternoon. Oh, I was God. like, oh, man. I said, Come I, on. I said, I hope. I, I was like, I, first I wasn't going to, you know, text him back. And I was like, whatever, man. He's a supervisor, so. Yeah. I sent him back a text, and I said, unfortunately. So then he called me, and he was like, you take me to go get some cold beer? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, damn it. Yeah, let's go. Yeah. And uh, apparently he had drank an 18-pack already, and then we went and got a 30-pack, and me and him, you know, split the 30-pack. Hell, yeah. Uh, hell, no. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I did probably 14 beers or so, and then uh, the Signal guys come over, and they got a 30-pack and then a 12-pack, which I wasn't I wouldn't hanging. They all, about 9 o'clock, they all went down to the pool, and I was like, yeah, I'll be down there in a second. I went to the room, and I crashed. Right. Yeah, I was not doing that. Sometimes you got to lie to get out of it. Yeah. You know, you're like, oh, man, I don't want to drink no more. I'm ready to go to bed. And with Shaw, you can't say that. <laughs> he will not live it down. That's funny. I remember the first time we went drinking with him. He, We were staying at Comfort yeah. here in Fort Stockton. 
And uh, he kept looking at me, you babysitting that beer or what? Yeah. I'm like, damn it, man. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah, if I hear Shaw's going to be there, I, yeah, I'd rather not drink. He'll make you drink. Yeah, he will. <laughs> Well, that's that one time uh, you came over to the house and we, you know, we were starting a little bonfire or whatever. And um, I was, uh, I was drinking those ranch waters. Yeah. And uh, they weren't, they weren't that strong, you know. And so I started pouring uh, Tito's in, in mine. <laughs> I was already gone at that you point. Know, <laughs> Justin's over here, like watching me pour, you know, two, three in, and then I'm sitting down in the chair and I'm pouring, pouring a little bit more in the one I just opened. He reaches over and he's like, "Here, pour, pour me some." I'm like, "No, man, you're already drunk. You're already drunk." He's like, "No, pour me some. Pour me some in there." So I poured him some in there. About 15 minutes later, he's behind the house throwing, throwing up. up. <laughs> Apparently, I threw up at the, when I got back home too. Yeah. All over the toilet and everything. Yeah, man. It's... And then and then he comes he comes in the house the next day and he's like, "Man, you poisoned me." Ah, uh, yeah. I'm like I didn't poison you. Did. you. It's that liquor, man. I always do liquor before beer. That's, I mean, same way in freaking Van Horn. Yep. You know, you go drinking a lot of beer, and then you take a shot. Oh, that's it. Yep. That is it. It comes up. But that was rough. I don't even, like, I remember that night, but then again, I don't. I remember buying the the vet next to us. Yeah. He was active, and that's one thing I always try to do. Like, when me and the wife go to IHOP or whatever, there's always a vet in there, you know, with the hat on. And I always ask the waitress to or waiter, whoever, to bring me their ticket, and I always buy. Yeah. Heck yeah. Kind of like my appreciation, you know. Oh, yeah. Thank you for your service, mm-hmm. you know. That's like uh, I was out of town for work, and uh, there's a guy. You can tell he was a vet, you know, and uh, we were at Subway, and he forgot his wallet. And yeah. Like, man, let me uh, let me run back to the, you know, he's kind of holding up the line, but uh, he's like, let me run back to the truck, and I'll, I'll pay for it. And I was yeah. like, no, man, I got you, man. Yeah. I was like, are you a vet? And he's like, yeah. I was like, man, I, I'll pay for it, man. Yeah. Thank you for your service. You right. Know. But, yeah. There's not a, I don't know, man. I like, there's not really a lot of people that do that, you know? Oh, yeah. They uh they gave a heck of a sacrifice, you know? I couldn't, I mean, I tried to go into the Air Force. I actually tried to go in there to be uh. Would you have two left feet? <laughs> uh, no. And then, uh, no, I broke my arm three times. This yeah. My right arm three times, and I couldn't turn, I can't turn it over. Yeah. And uh, I couldn't, they wouldn't let me. I, I mean, it's pretty strict anyways, you know, oh, the Air yeah. Force. But, no, I was looking up, and I, and with me saying I wanted to go and be uh, law enforcement and stuff, they have these people that are out on the runways and stuff for the Air Force bases that kill birds and basically, like, um, what are they called? Dumb. Pest control or whatever, you know? Yeah. And uh, that's kind of what it was. And I was going to use that and then come out and go to the game warden, you know. But, no, that didn't work. <laughs> but, yeah, that was, that was one of the things I wanted to do, too. Well. Now you're stuck working for the railroad. No, I'm not stuck. I always I got a choice. on the railroad. What's that song? Ah, I've been working <laughs> on the railroad. <laughs> yeah, that was one thing that come up to uh, – since the the virus happened or whatever, you always have a choice. Take the shot or don't take it. Don't take it or yeah. take it and get sick from what you're trying not to get sick I mean, from. Like my my point of view is like, if you want to take it, 
take it. Like, there's right. nothing against it, you know, but if you don't want to take it, mm-hmm. why push it on people? And see, the crazy thing is with this, like, if they weren't pushing it so hard, I think a lot more people yeah. would have went and got it. Because yeah. there for a while, I was, like, kind of questioning it, too, you know? Yeah, like, I, I mean, I ain't going to lie. I questioned it also, you know, should I get it? Should I not get it? You know, with, with my boy, you know, he's going through chemo and stuff like mm-hmm. that. And, uh, you know, I mean, if I caught it, my wife caught it, you know, yeah. it had been it had been bad. Yeah. But. Uh, and it's crazy, like, as soon as the they announced the virus. So. Uh, what was it? November, December of nineteen, right before the virus had come out, I had, I had gotten real sick. I mean, sicker than a dog. Yeah, like I was unresponsive, laying in bed. You know, <clears throat> well, my wife carried me, believe it or not, carried my big self to the car, and we went to the urgent care, and they tested me for flu, and uh, I think I had flu A or flu B, and I had pneumonia. I was rough, but yeah. they gave me a steroid shot in my butt. Uh huh. Dude, I was ready to go after that. Heck yeah! But I think I, I think I had it because as soon as they were like, "Oh, the coronavirus, this and that," they stopped testing for flu, you know, and yeah. they started sticking these dang uh, things down everyone's nasal Nose, cavities, yeah. trying to touch their freaking brain with them. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. Like, I, I mean, I've gotten it. I lost my taste, my smell. You know, it wasn't it wasn't as bad as like. The news is putting out. I mean, some people got it bad. They, you know, they say they got it bad or whatever. But my taste has not came back. Like I was telling my wife the other day, I was like, pork just smells like horrible. Yeah, it smells horrible. Like I had some pork sausages in the in the refrigerator, and it and I opened one and I cooked one. I put it back in there and it just stunk the whole refrigerator up. Yeah. And it's that I don't know if it's like. The smell because I had, I, you know, I had mm-hmm. the virus, but it's like pork, gas, like it all, it just yeah. all smells the same. It's nasty. Right. But I remember we were, uh, so before that house caught on fire, we we had set a cooler out in front by the tree, and uh, my uncle had put some sausage in there. Yeah. And we forgot about it. Oh, man. And it was not in the package. Yeah. And it was there for probably a month. Ooh. I opened that sucker, and I, and I'm like one of them things. Like if it stinks, I'm gonna smell it just to, you know, just to smell just it. Just to smell yeah. it. And uh, man, I reached my head. I mean, I stuck my head down there. Yeah, <laughs> it's bad. Yeah, oh, it was. <laughs> we ended up using throw that, throw the whole cooler away. We ended up using that sausage for bait. Yeah. For, uh, yeah. Yeah, it's pretty cool. That's what it, uh, old Carl Bosick. We had him on the show uh, last week. Mm-hmm. You know he. Uh, he would make he'd get some corn, buy corn and put it in like, you know, one of them big tubs and fill it up with water, pour beer in it, and then just let it sit there, put the cover on it, let it sit in the sun and let it sour. Yeah. Kinda like and, a chum. Yeah, and just, just chumming it. I mean, that sucker stunk. If you got it on your hands, you ain't oh, getting yeah. it off. I mean, it yeah. stunk, but he would throw it out there and them catfish would just come. Don't some people use like molasses or whatever that stuff is called? Yeah, range cues, molasses, yeah. you know, whole, just whatever stinks. Kool Aid packets. Yeah, Kool Aid, whatever. Catfish about eat anything. Mm-hmm. They'll put a a piece of bar of soap on it. I mean, they'll eat it. Yeah. You know, I caught a catfish on a gummy worm before. Yeah, you seen that dude put a? He, I don't think he had any bait. He put a cigarette butt on there and caught. I mean, it's crazy. <laughs> They're just bottom feeders. Yeah, they just. I mean, well. A lot of fish, if they don't know what it is, they're going to go up and put it in their mouth and figure out what it is. Yeah. 
you know. And uh, I remember uh, we were fishing over there in Louisiana one time, and we were fishing off the bank of this creek. And I have never seen a bowfin in my life before this yeah. this time, you know, and I didn't know what it was. But uh, we caught it off of a freaking uh, a hook with a, uh, a worm. And uh, that sucker put up a hell of a fight, you know. Hell yeah. And I was like, what the hell is this? And then we pulled it out, and, you know, they got teeth. Yeah. You know? And I'm like, oh, man, that'd suck to get bit by that thing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. But, yeah, going down them creeks over in Louisiana, that, man, you're talking about a good time, you know. You're in a kayak. I mean, the, you're, you're in a kayak, you know, but, and, I mean, it'd suck if you rolled upon a gator like we have a couple times, you know. Oh, my, yeah. my brother-in-law, we were going up that creek, and he was like, Gator! And I was like, oh, hell no. Nah. I turned around and <laughs> started heading back the other way. Yeah. And uh, I was like, I'm not not doing this, you know? Heck yeah. But uh, we ended up catching a gator, too. That was pretty cool. Cooked him that night. Yeah. Gator's not bad. Yeah, it's, it's pretty good. Not bad. It's like everything else. Tastes like chicken. Yeah. <laughs> Tastes like chicken. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we fried them up. We had a bunch of perch and stuff we had caught. You know, yeah. some decent-sized perch. And uh, we just descaled them and yeah. stick them in the fryer. Well, that's what we use on those uh, big catfish, like cup bait, you know? Mm-hmm. Just cut them up, put them on hooks. Yeah. Um. Yeah, between that. And uh, I don't think I know some bass fishermen that don't eat bass at all. But me, yeah. if I catch them. They're big they're, enough. They're, I'm they're eating them. Catch and release. Yeah. yeah. Some people swear by it. You know, they're not gonna eat their trophy or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. But well, just as long as you don't get in a bar fight over uh, fish laying eggs, you know. Yeah. <laughs> and, that, and that was another thing that made me mad is uh, we'd find these little honey holes with you know uh, perch or whatever, and like yeah. like Carl was saying, you know, you can see them. You're gonna hit that hole or that bed every time, and they're yeah. not gonna take it. Yeah, you know, oh man, you'd be so mad. Your <laughs> bobber sink, and as soon as you go to yep. set the hook, there, oh yeah, you're pulling nothing, you know, empty hook. Yep. But uh, that's gonna be it for today, guys. We're signing off. Third podcast in Third the book, episode three. We hope y'all enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll try to get y'all another one when we get home. Yeah, we'll try I, to get another one. I took a picture, so I'm gonna put it on the. The, the page and so they can yeah. kind of see us and well, I didn't take one of myself I'm not going to do oh, that oh, take one of you oh man this guy <laughs> giant pictures man this guy takes more pictures than a female yeah no <laughs> I don't maybe I don't know I like to take pictures but uh hope you guys have a good week and make sure you guys stay in touch with uh with us on Instagram and Facebook yeah right? yeah so uh, we're signing off. Until next time. Till next time. Y'all have a good week. Staying up till dawn. But there's something in the dust and wind that keeps me hanging on. And I never thought I'd live to see the day I saw.